I'm pulling out my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work. Okay. So today, I'm going to talk about keeping secrets. Um, so my time, obviously you guys are listening to this in the future for me. Um, we've just revealed the alternate versions of the cars from Unstable. So for those that somehow don't know, I assume you do. Um, in Unstable, we had 13 variants meaning there were 13 cards that there were more than one printing of the card. So I'm going to talk a little bit about today, about what the variants were, how they came about, and then the act of hiding them, because uh, our goal, one of the things about Magic is that, uh, you know, when in the early days of Magic, it was possible to sort of play Magic and not quite know what was in the set. Like, we actually did a Pro Tour, Pro Tour Atlanta, where we... Um, all the pros sat down, we handed out Mirage packs that they'd never seen before, and then they had a pro tour where they drafted, you know, not drafted them, they it was sealed, but, um, and they played with stuff they'd never seen before. And it just, it's, in this day and age, it's so hard, you know, the age of information, the internet, it's just, it's so hard to not have people know things. And so we wanted to do something where um, maybe, maybe we could have a little bit of a surprise. Um, and um, so what happened, let me explain the sort of go back in the history of this is, when we first started to do Unstable, if you guys remember my Unstable podcast, um, in order to get it, or try to get it greenlit, remember we started before it was actually greenlit, um, we said, okay, well, let's work on experimental stuff. You know, the, the reason that, that we should do this is we're working on technology that will apply to not just this, but future, future game stuff. And so um, what we did was we really messed around with a lot of things we could do with digital printing. And one of the big things you can do with digital printing is have variance in the way it prints. So, for example, um, Garbage Elemental, which is one of the cards that we eventually made. I'll go through all the variants in a second. Um, the original, the digital printing version of Garbage Elemental was we had a bunch of abilities. We wrote down every ability we could think of that would go in red. Every ability that made any sense in red. Not just evergreen abilities, but like specific keyword abilities from certain blocks. Anything, anything that could go in red. And then what we did was we said, okay, you just pick two of the things that are in the buckets. And the idea is, this is something digital printing can do, is that it sort of can make, you would make a whole variant of this card. The idea of, um, of garbage elemental would be, who knows what it has? It could be anything. And so you always would have to look at it because every one would be, I mean, not completely unique. There would be repeats. But, but it would be, you know, for example, let's say we had 20 abilities in the hopper. Uh, and you com you combine a random two, that's, I think, 400 different potential cards. So the idea is, when you see Garbage Elemental, the, the flavor you would have to it is, oh my god, what is it? What, what garbage is this made of this time? You know, what, what was thrown together? Um, and that you would have a card that you would always have to look at to figure out what it was. Um, and we liked the idea of having some of that, but when we actually got the green lid, it turned out that we were too far ahead of technology. Uh, we didn't quite have that technology, at least not in the amount we needed. Or the um, One of the things about technology also is how many places you have to print this, how many printers have the technology. Anyway, there's a lot to that. Um, but anyway, we realized that we could sort of capture the feel in using traditional printing. And the way that would be is by making multiple versions. And so when you play certain cards, you wouldn't quite know which version it was. Um, and the multiple printing actually let, let us solve a bunch of different problems. So I'm going to go through the different cards and talk about them. So first off, let's start with those five common art slash flavor text um, variants. So four of the cards 
Um, amateur auteur, um, uh, was it really slow zombie, um, uh, target minotaur and, um, beast in show, uh, were all art variants and, and, and flavor text variants. And the Novellamental was a flavor text variant. Now, originally the plan was Novellamental was going to be the only flavor text variant. And then all the others are just going to be art variants. But the flavor text people had such fun. Once once we made like amateur tour where he's acting out in different plays, they just wanted to write the lyrics to all the plays. So so it turns out that all, I, I, in retrospect, what we should have done with the elemental is done. Like I, I wish we could have like tweaked the book or something. So like each version had a, like a Jane Eyre is the book Eyre A I R um, is the book in um, the picture. But I, I, we could have I wouldn't wouldn't mind changing the book so like each one would be a different book that had a sort of flying pun. Um, Novellamental, by the way, if you don't know, the four pieces of flavor text tell, tell a little tiny story. A nove- uh, not quite a novella. A novella in a flavor text sense. Um, then what we did is we were trying to make fun. Uh, oh, so one of the things that we use this cycle for is one of the real tricky things in making an unset is it is hard to make simple cards. Because the rule on the unset is if you can do it in black border, don't do it in silver border. Well, all the simple stuff is in black border. It is tricky and hard to come up with stuff that is simple but silver border. And like unhinged, like one of the reasons I did the fractions unhinged was trying to capture some of that stuff. Ended up being more complicated than I meant, um, and not as much fun as I was hoping. But anyway, um, so I wanted to make sure that there's some stuff that just did some simple roles. So one of the things that it let us do by having variants was we felt like we could put some actual black border cards, but because there were variants of the card, it was a little bit different. Normal Magic doesn't do variants. We're like, okay, that's that's enough of a reason to say, okay, these aren't just normal cards. Um, and then each of them we made a joke on. So Amateur Auteur um, is a 2-2. Originally, it was a 1-W-2-2, just a vanilla. Uh, we, right near the end, had a- added the sack to destroy an enchantment. We needed enchantment destruction in the set, and we were just really tight, so we ended up stapling on that. I mean, it's a creature we've made before. Um, but the idea we, the, the joke was playing around is, hey, every world you go to, there's just a 2-2. There's just a 2-2 everywhere. In fact, the name for the card for a long time was a 2-2 by any other name. Um, and, uh, you know, so we came up with the idea of this sort of student production and, and that they could be, you know, try to reinforce the idea that this, the, this type of character just shows up anywhere. That they had this little kid doing a play of doing... You know, we picked four different worlds. I think there's uh, Ravnica, Innistrad, um, Zendikar, and Theros, I believe, the four worlds that we do. Um, then, uh, Novellmental, obviously, is a little story uh, told through, you know, it, 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 you can figure the order, but there, there's, a, there's a fun story there in the flavor text. Uh, extre- a really slow zombie. Um, we gave it Laugh Strike, so actually that one was, that one was technically a true Silver Border card. Um, but we came up with this gag that we really liked of you watch the zombie through the seasons, that how slow he is, is he, that it takes a full year for him to advance on you. Um, and the, the, the art ended up turning out real fun. And the flavor text, uh, he says brains, but really slowly across all four cards. Um, we, we realized after the fact, by the way, that we should have started in um, winter so that the burr of brains was when it was cold. But we figured that out, unfortunately, after the fact. Um, then Target Minotaur, the joke we were playing around with is, for some reason, whenever we make kill spells, we love to make minotaurs the target of the kill spell. And so there's a lot of spells in magic showing a minotaur being attacked by whatever it was happening. And so this spell shows a minotaur being attacked by four different kinds of spells because target minotaurs always attacked. 
Um, we ended up, once again, the third of vanilla, we ended up making a French vanilla. We gave it prowess because it, his prowess played really well on the set. Um, then we have Beast and Show, and that was making fun of the fact that we have a creature-type beast that is just so many different things, you know, and the idea that it's a beast, but, oh, it, it could be this or this or this, and then we came up with the idea of this, this sort of dog show thing, um, off the pun, Beast and Show, uh, and so we had fun with that, and the artist really went to town on that. That was fun. Okay, so those variants, the common variants, or the common creature cycle, um, there were, there's a cycle of them, there's five, there's four of each one. So each one, there's four variants of each of those. So there's 20 of those. Then at Common, there also was a secret base. So the secret base, as we'll talk about in a little bit, was the, 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 the crack in the armor that almost gave us away. Um, but the idea there is we wanted to make a secret base. Uh, the card sort of helps you cast things with that, um, with that uh, watermark, and we wanted to have one for each of the, um, each of the factions. And then we had enough, we were able to do a different art for each one. So each secret base, there's a secret base for each of the five that has their own secret base, their own flavor text, and their own watermark. Um, other than the watermark and the art the, the, and the flavor text, the, the cards are the same. Uh, but because it cares about the watermark, the cards are functionally different. One card helps you cast a certain faction, where other card helps you cast a different faction. Um, then the one other common uh, variant we did was the Killbots. So one of the things we wanted is Mario Kill had this little thing where she exchanges with Killbots. So we wanted you to be able to play a bunch of different Killbots. And then it dawned on us if we gave the Killbots different names, it would allow you to have more of them in your deck. So we ended up making four of them so that you could have 16 in your deck. Um, and what we did that was fun is we didn't change the art, we just changed the name. So it's the variant where the name changes. Um, and they are all emotion words. So I think it's Curious Killbot was the one you guys saw originally. And then there was like Enraged Killbot and Delighted Killbot or Deranged Guy. Anyway, there's four different um, emotions. Um, and the flavor text varies slightly if you take a peek. Um, but the art is, is the same. One of the challenges in doing this whole thing was, um, if you notice, uh, when the dust settled, we had uh, 200 and... How many did we have? Uh, it's 279, I think. Is that right? We had 279, like, uniquely different cards. Um, and that is larger than a large set. That's a lot of cards. And so we, one of the, people asked me, for example, why there's not a lot of crazy frame breaking like there is in the first two. And the answer was, I asked a lot of this set. I asked a lot of the company to, to make this set. And one of the things I asked for is just to make a lot of different cards with a lot of different art. And so I had to sort of give up on some other things. So in order to get more cards in the set, I gave up on the crazy frame-breaking stuff. I mean, there's a little bit of it, but I gave up on having every card be individually designed. Uh, that's really time-intensive and, and costs a lot to do. Um, maybe in a future unset, maybe we'll go back there. Um, but I felt it was better to just have more fun. We don't, I don't make unsets all that often. I'd rather have more fun cards uh, and more art and more variants and stuff and uh, forgo the uh, frame-breaking on every card. Um, okay, so those were the comments. Now, um, so those were five. Oh, so there's four kill bots, five secret letters, so it's nine more. So we have 20 and nine, so 29. Um, and then we had six cards that had rules variants. And there was one in every color and an artifact. So there is a cycle of six. Three of them go at uncommon and three go at rare. 
Um, ah, I remember that. So the white one is the knight. I'm blanking on my name here. The white one is the knight that has protection and that has protection from six different things. All of which are strange, kooky things because we're in Silver Border land. Protection from black borders, protection from loose lips. Um, so it has protection from diff- different things that are just sort of varying different things. Um, then also at Uncommon is Garbage Elemental, which just had two abilities. So we treated it like we did... The original card was there was a, there was a, um, a bucket that you sort of randomly got chosen from. So what we did is we sort of went to the bucket, made um, six versions that didn't overlap in any keywords that we thought were just six fun... You know, because not... If you randomly put things together, some of them won't be synergistic. So we made sure we had six synergistic ones. But we wanted the same sense when you see garbage. I was like, well, wait, what does that one do? Um, and then black is Spy Sly. Spy Sly is a saboteur card that it hits you and does something. But what it does when it hits you just very differently. Um, and it, um, so it, it, can do different, you know, it can do different things. And they're all sort of unish things. Then at rare, we have Ineffable Blessing. That's a green enchantment that whenever you play a creature, you have to choose some quality, and whenever you play a creature of that quality, um, you get to draw a card. I believe they're all draw a card. Um, but there's a lot of different qualities and stuff that, that, you know, one of them cares about artists, and one cares about border, and one cares about, I don't know, there's all sorts of, whether it's flavor text or not. Um, then there is Very Cryptic Command. Um, so Very Cryptic Command is cryptic, it's like Cryptic Command. It has four variants. Um, but each, each card, like you get to choose... There's four choices. There's four modes. You get to choose two out of four. And then each of the six different cards has four completely different modes. Um, we did make sure that each card, one of the modes, was a silver-bordered mode. So the card technically wasn't black borderable. Um, and then the, we, there's six times... Whatever it's... Uh, six times four. There's 24 different abilities. Um, I will note, when you play a very cryptic command, you can only choose from the abilities on that very cryptic command. Extremely cryptic command. You can't choose from any of the 24. You can just pick the four that are on that particular card. Um, oh, the one thing I should get into um, while I'm remembering it is uh, the way the rules work is the rules still have a rule that says you can only have four of any one named card. The fact that there are variants does not let you have more than four of them in your deck. It allows you to have between them four. Now, you don't have to have the same one. You can have four different very cryptic commands, extremely cryptic commands, if you want to really confuse your opponent. Um, you can do that, but you can't have more than four total of the card called extremely cryptic command. Um, I'm not a... Commander, we, we, these just kind of got released this week, so Commander hasn't made a ruling. My guess is Commander's going to follow that, that you can only have one of each named card, but I, I don't know, so don't, don't quote me on that. I, I, I don't know. Um... So, oh, the final variant was on every thingamajig. So every thingamajig... Oh, Knight of the Kitchen Sink, by the way, with the white card, I think it's called. Just because it has everything. Who knows what it, you know. Um, and, and the card shows a knight that's just carrying everything in the world around. Um, oh, the other fun thing about, about them is the flavor texts are all different. Sly Spy, by the way, when the Sly Spy first came out, the flavor text talks about what Sneak stands for, and people are like, hey, why'd you tell us? And then... When you see all the flavor text, you'll realize that each one has a different answer. So, what does sneak stand for? No one really knows. There's a bunch of... Uh, uh, by the way, I wrote that flavor text, so I, I spent a lot of time writing down all the possibilities for all the words and what they could be, so I came up with six different versions of what sneak could stand for, so I was very proud of that. Um, okay, every thingamajig is an artifact, and what we did is it has three activated abilities, all of which come from pre-existing magic cards... 
two of which come from two of which come from um, existing black border artifacts and one which came from existing silver border artifact. So everyone has a little uh, has some unquality to it, just like the extremely cryptic man. We want to make sure it's an uncard, a uh, silver border card. Um, but anyway, and we mixed and matched things that we thought were synergistic and fun together. So the cards, each card kind of does its own thing. Um, also, in the art for everything Majig, we told the artist the, the, all the cards we were referencing, and at least one card for each of the six versions, one of the cards that it's referencing shows up in everything Majig. Um, so if you, if you see any one of everything Majig, you can figure out the three artifacts it comes from. At least one of those artifacts is in the art. Um, you have to look closely, though. But um, So there are a few variants within our variants. Um, Pretty much the idea is the art stays the same on the rules variants. The art doesn't change. There are two exceptions. One is on Sly Spy, one of his abilities affects creatures facing right and one affects creatures facing left. And so um, he swaps. I forget which direction he faces. On the correct one, he swaps. So on one of the versions that cares about the certain side, we flip him so he's facing that side. So Sly Spy faces one direction five out of six times and the opposite direction once out of six times. So that, that's that variant. And then probably the most touching variant. So when we were making Extremely Cryptic Command, the original commands were done by Wayne England um, back in Lorwyn, I believe. Um, and so when we were, doing a, we were parodying it, we wanted to go to the source. Um, we can't always do it, but when we can, we like going to the original artists that did the original painting and let them riff on it, let them sort of make fun of their own stuff. Uh, and the artists usually really enjoy it, and it's, it's a lot of fun to sort of parody yourself. Um, so anyway, he, we assigned him the card. He sent in a sketch. So the way it works is the first thing the artist does is they do a sketch so that you can approve the sketch. And then once the sketch is approved, then they'll paint the painting. Well, in between him sending the sketch in and us sending it back to him, he sadly died. Um, now, we had another artist step up and fill in um, and finish the painting sort of based on the inspiration of what Wayne had drawn. Um, but we, you know, Wayne has been a wonderful artist for magic. We really wanted to do a little tribute to him. And so what we decided to do is we took one of the variants and instead of being the normal art, it's the sketch, it's Wayne's sketch. Um, and what I did was I tweaked the card so that it has a, a Wayne England mechanical reference to it. Um, so that if you want to sort of make a Wayne England deck, here, here's a card that will sort of empower you to do that. Um, and anyway, um, Ultra Pro, we mentioned this in the other show, Ultra Pro made sleeves and um, play mats based on Wayne's sketch. If you buy those, the money gets donated to, uh, I'm blinking on the charity right now. It's a, really, it's, it's a very, very good English charity that um, Wayne's England had picked out, uh, Wayne's, sorry, Wayne's widow had picked out. So it's, it's anyway, if you like that and like the Wayne stuff, um, I, I was really touched we were able to do that. Um, so anyway, there are six variants that each have, six rules variants that each have six versions. So that's 36. So if you add 36, what did I say? 36 and 20 is 56 plus nine is 63. There were 216-ish cards. When you add 63, that's 279. So the set has 279 cards. That's a lot of cards. Like I said, that's larger than a large set. Just let that sink in. That's larger than a large set. Um, anyway, um, so let me talk a little bit about um, the act of keeping the secret. So we made these variants and we really, really wanted to have a little bit of a surprise. So the idea was we weren't going to tell anybody. We wanted people to sort of be surprised. Um, the ultimate goal, the dream of dreams is that somehow we'd actually make it to the release event and people wouldn't know. 
The problem is um, we have to send the boxes early enough for the, the people who are selling them to be able to make sure they get them and build to run the tournaments and stuff. And some people open those boxes up and the internet's the internet. So, um, so the information did come out. We then um, shared the information with all of you so you know all the variants and we wanted everybody to call the same variant by the same name. So that this is variant A, this is variant B, this is variant C and such. Um, yeah, one of the things we found is we, we caused a bit of a chaos. We kind of were trying to create chaos. One of the fun things of unsets is just to do things that we won't normally do in a normal set. Um, but this one definitely, uh, my, uh, my name is probably cursed by a few people outside of Wizards. Uh, not the players. I think the players had a blast. But uh, people who have to, like, differentiate them for, for different reasons, for business reasons and stuff. Okay, so the idea was we were not going to tell the public. We wanted the public to be a surprise. We want people to open up the packs to see, to see the, the variants were there. So it meant a couple things. Um, first off, it meant not revealing any of the cards through any means by which we did it. So, for example, I shot a Game Nights episode. I carefully went through and made sure that every version of a card was the known, what we call the A version, was the known version and not a non-known version. Um, we went through Gatherer to make sure that Gatherer wasn't showing it. Turns out Gatherer has a problem showing multiple versions of the same card. So the solution that we came up with is once the information is public, we will list a link on all the gathers that go to the article that shows all the variants. Um, but Gatherer itself can't show all the variants. Um, it can show the name variants. We'll get to that in a second. That's one of the ways it almost gave us up. Um, and then... Um, we had to make sure, like in the FAQ, an article, whatever, we were very, very careful wherever we went to make sure that nobody referenced it. And we thought we had it tight, and we were good, and nobody would know. So one of the things we always knew was going to be the hardest one is secret base, really, if you're at all savvy about how we do cards, really, really says quite loudly that, hey, there must be more of these. Because if we just cared about, we, we, the, the A version was the spy. Uh, we thought it was funny that the spy, which is the secret hideout, the secret hideout, I mean, it, it's the one secret base that isn't really a secret. That's the one we showed everybody. Um, and if we were just going to make a secret base that only affected the spies, um, the agents of sneak, um, we would have worded it differently. We clearly worded it to reference the watermark, but we wouldn't need to do that if there was only one watermark. So people were kind of wise and maybe something was going on. And then loading ready run, um, by the time you see this, I'm in fact leaving very soon. Later this week, I leave to go to Victoria to shoot the uh, what we call the pre-pre-release, which is neither pre nor a pre-release. But um, it'll be fun. I hope it'll be very fun. You guys have seen it already. Probably you go, oh, that was, that was awesomely fun. Um, and um, so the, uh, they ended up doing a little sketch about um, Unstable that I was completely unaware of. So I didn't do any of... Like everybody, time we put it somewhere, I made sure people had the right cards. So they got their hands on some cards... And they mistakenly ended up reading flavor text off a secret base that wasn't the Agents of Sneak. Now, they didn't... No one saw the card. I'm not even sure if they had the cards. I think they, I think they might have been... Um, I don't think they had the cards when they made it, so they sort of referenced things but didn't show them. So because they didn't show the card, people thought maybe they were making things up or having fun or making an extra joke. So people sort of wrote it off as... Not that, oh, they read a secret base, but it's not... Um, but there were a few people that were like, wait a minute, it seems odd that there's not more secret bases because of the way it's templated, and there is that loading ready run, but it didn't really get much traction, so luckily that didn't spill the beans. Um, another thing we did 
was we um, we uh, put out the tokens for the set, and that one of the tokens was a goat token, and the goat token is made by one of the everything majigs, but not the A version that was public. And so I realized we put it out there, and the public said, "What is this? A goat token? We've seen all the cards in the set. There's no goat token." And I'm like, oh no, we, we gave ourselves up. And then like, oh, I guess Urza makes goat tokens because Urza is a planeswalker that you have to go on online to see what he does. So you didn't know what he did. So when they saw a token, they're like, oh, well, we have a card that we don't know what he does and a token, he must make the token. Um, even though that actually wasn't where the goat token came from. So that, that was fun. That, um, the next problem we ran into was we were about to do a gather update for Unglued. Unglued first, not Unglued, sorry, Unstable. Unglued and Unhinged are going up. By the time you've heard this, they should be up in already. We, as part of the unstable release, we we did an oracle on both unstable and so on both unglued and unhinged to get. I mean, like unglued still said summon, you know, summon goblin. Um, but anyway, um, we were doing an update and un, unstable was going into gather, and we realized the night before, um, the variant cards only we had to pick a variant because gather can't even show multiple variants, but. Um, the killbots were unique in that they had four different names. So we can show different cards that have different names. And we realized, like, the night before, um, Eli, Eli Schifford, who's the rules manager, who, who does a lot of interacting with uh, Multiverse and stuff, or not Multiverse, I'm sorry, um, Gather, um, realized this right before. So we at the last minute went up and had to say to them, no, 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 don't show the three killbots that aren't curious killbot. Don't show them. And they, they were able to take it out that night. So we, uh, crisis averted. So there was all these different times and periods where, like, we were trying to you know, keep the secret as late as we could. Like I said, if I could make it, if I could make it last to the release event, I, I would have. Um, we couldn't. Uh, so it ended up breaking. Um, I think Monday, uh, Monday of the week of the release. So the release is Friday. Monday. Um, I think the thing that got us was they were sorting and they found the Wayne England sketch, a very cryptic command, and. It really pulls your attention. Like, what is this? Like, maybe you don't realize the Sly Spy is swapped. Um, and, I mean, I probably you notice the commons where the art changes. Um, but the rules variant, because the, 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 um, the art doesn't change most of the time, it's, it's easy to miss it. It, it. it looks very similar. If you're not really paying attention, you can maybe not notice that they're different. But the Wayne England was so different that people, it made people look at it. And so they, they put it up, and then people, people realize, oh, wait, the rules are different. Oh, there's two different very cryptic, extremely cryptic commands. I keep saying very and extremely. Extremely cryptic commands. Um, and then little by little, people say, oh, I found one. And anyway, it, the, the cracks in the wall, and people started posting it. Um, oh, one of the things, by the way, one of the hard things about doing this was a bunch of the jokes rely on the variants for the joke. For example, extremely cryptic command is extremely cryptic because instead of having four modes like normal, there's six different cards each with four modes. So when I play extremely cryptic command, it is you know you want to play around extremely cryptic command. It is hard to do, um, but the audience didn't know that. So when we first put it out, they're like, "Why is this? What makes this a black a silver border card?" And like I'm, I'm like, "Well, one of the abilities is technically a silver border ability, which is true." Um, they're like, "Well, that doesn't that joke seems to fall flat." Um, or they were asking about the, the creatures that were just black border, you know, uh, 
Auspicious Auteur or Target Minotaur or Beast and Show, all of which are just black border cards. And I'm like, well, um, to make limited work, you know, we just did some simple cards. So we, we said, okay, we'll make a suit of cups and put silly, silly pictures on. Um, then people were mad about the Killbot. We're like, I can't believe you made Mario kill and there's only one Killbot. How, you, you couldn't make a couple Killbots? Um, and then, like, garbage all mental people didn't quite get the joke. And, and anyway, there was a whole bunch of cards that, like, didn't quite make sense. Um, people felt it was unfair that the Asian Sneaks got a secret base and no one else got a secret base. So anyway, I got a lot of, uh, a lot of feedback about things that I knew, like, there was answers to, but I couldn't tell them yet. Um, the good thing is when the story broke, when people found out, like, one of, one of the comments that I kept getting on Twitter was, okay, okay. That is an extremely cryptic command. I got a bunch of people like, you know, I don't often get apology. I mean, every once in a while I get an apology, but I, I probably have been apologized more for people doubting extremely cryptic command than I have for almost anything in recent time. That people really were like, okay, okay, we owe you an apology. That, my friend, is very. Uh, that is extremely cryptic. Um, so one of the things that, uh, so I mean, it was fun. So once the things started coming out, and, and the neat thing was. Because we didn't tell you that there was variants, and we didn't tell you how we did the variants. I mean, there was, there is an order to them. Once again, there's five commons, one in each color, that are art slash flavor text variants. There is, which there's four of. There's secret base, which there's five of. There's killbots, which there's four of. And then there's uh, six rules variants, one in each color plus artifact, three at uncommon, white, black, red, three at rare, green, blue, artifact. Um, so there is a pattern. Eventually you can figure it out. But when you don't know that there is a pattern or what cards are doing or what we're doing or what kind of variants we're doing or how many variants we're doing. Uh, and like I said, we did, uh, what did I say we did? We did 63 variants. So that's actually 63. That's incorrect. 63 is not counting. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I do the numbers wrong? I did do the number. I double counted. 216. Oh, I did the number. I did the math wrong. 216 assumes that one of each variant gets counted, and there's 13 variants. Oh, I did do the math wrong. So I told you there were, what did I say? I said 279, that's wrong, because I double counted 13 variants. So 266. Okay, there's 266 cards. Okay, I'm glad I caught that before the show ended so that I, I got it correct. I, I double count, because we showed you the first one of each of the variants, at the end, I was counting all the total variants that existed, but one of each of them was already counted. So the 266. That is still larger than a large set. So that, that, that claim is still true. Um, 266. I got to remember that. So when I, th- this, this week, I will probably make that reference. I'll make sure I get the right number. Um, oh, the one other thing. Let me talk about variants that people ask. Um, I'm not sure how the commons work, but I do know that the uncommons and the rares, they're designed such that the combined card shows up at the rarity it is made to show up at. What I mean by that is you are going to get uh, an extremely cryptic command at the same rate you would get... um, If there was only one extremely cryptic command, you would get it at the same rate, meaning it shows up in packs. um, Extremely cryptic command, the card as a whole, any variant combined, shows up at the same rate as a rare would show up. But there's six of them. So that means that the variants actually show up at one-sixth the rate. Um, so the, the, the in, getting an individual variant, they're pretty rare. They are, they are a bit rarer than mythic rares. Um, 
but you will get one of them at the rate that you get the, the cards. So the, the cards combine equal uncommon or, or rare. They equal the rarity combined at that rate. So you, you will get an extremely cryptic command at the rate of a rare. You just won't get a specific, hope that makes sense. Um, I don't know how the commons work. Uh, the commons might be a little bit different. I don't think, um, actually, probably the commons work the same. I, I know for sure the uncommons and the rares work that way. Actually, probably the commons, I think we did the same for the commons, that you're going to get one of those at the rate you would get a common, but the individual versions of it are going to show up at a higher rate. I, I, I assume all the rarities probably do that. I know, 100%, I, I know that's how uncommons and rares work. I think that's probably how commons work. Um, once again, you can play four combined copies of the card. You can't play four of version A and four of version B, but you can play two of version A and two of version B. Uh, they can add up to four. Um, you are allowed to swap them between games. So let's say you, um, you write down your deck list at a place where they make you write down your deck list. Um, you are allowed to swap in between games between them. That, that is allowable. You just have to make sure that you only have four total copies of the named card in your deck. Um, so the, the, the interesting thing about the variants was, um, like I said, it was a pretty big surprise. Like in, in Unhinged, we had a card called Super Secret Tech, which was um, a secret card that only showed up in premium that we didn't tell anybody about and, and kept out of Gatherer for a long time. Um, and so when we first announced the set, we, we announced it as 216-ish. Um, the reason we said ish is there are, by, by the way we count um, uh, collector numbers, there are 216 cards, but there are variants. So we didn't want to say there were more than 216, because in some ways there are 216. We didn't want to say there wasn't more than 216, because in other ways there are more than 216. So we used ish. Now the funny thing is we use ish to sort of say, well, you know, it doesn't quite mean what we, you think it means. Um, and people read that as, oh, there's another secret, you know, super secret tech or something. Um, but it was a pretty big surprise. And like I said, it was a big ask. Uh, for example, um, of the variants, let's see, there's four that are art variants. So there's four times three is 12, plus the four of, um, so 60. For example, there were 16 extra pieces of art we commissioned um, just for the variants. Um, you know, th that, and that's, for, for those who know anything about making magic cards, that, that's not a cheap expense. That's a real expense. And all the cards had individually laid out. I mean, there was a lot of extra work that went into it. So um, I want to tip my hat before I'm, I'm almost done today is trying to make, or making this work. It actually went off pretty well. Making this work took the energy of a lot of people and a lot of people worked really hard to make the variants a thing. Um, there was a lot of extra editing and extra design work and extra card printing and layout and, you know, and then a lot of secrets behind the thing and making sure people didn't reveal stuff. And so um, a lot went into making it work. So I want to thank everybody who, um, who, who spent a lot of time and energy to have a little secret extra surprise. Um, and the thing that's fun is, and the, the thing you'll find when you get a play, or you've already found, I guess, since you have played, is... It is neat that when you run across these cards, it is, you'll quickly learn what the variant cards are. That you just kind of know, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know what, which one is this. Um, and I know like when someone attacks me with Sly Spy or Target, I'm not necessarily Target or um, a Garbage Elemental, I have to like look and go, oh, what, what version is this? What's, what's it doing? Um, but anyway, I, I had a lot of fun. I'm really, really so, so pleased we got to pull this off. It was like, uh, it was a fun surprise and I, 
I love when unsets can do things that people don't expect. And so this was a real fun one. So anyway, that, my friends, is probably everything you need to know about the variants and all the stuff we did with the variants for Unstable. Anyway, um, it is now time for me to... Uh, I'm, I'm not at work, so we all know what that means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. Instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.